You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome down to Socks in the Basement. Pull up a stool at my nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. The biggest series to date for the White Sox and possibly the biggest series of the season, depending on how this goes. The White Sox are back at home after an eight-game road trip and will face the Minnesota Twins. And the Sox come into this series trailing by six games in second place behind the 39-18 and 18 Twins. The Sox, nine games over 500, are 33 and 24, and over their last 11 games, four and seven. Over the last 10 for the Minnesota Twins, nine and one. The only loss coming from the White Sox. Last weekend, after taking the first game of a four-game set, we dropped three straight, and now after splitting with Baltimore, we're back home. Dylan Cease will take the mound against Kenta Maeda today. The Twins bring Josh Donaldson out there. All he is is the current American League Triple Crown winner. If the season ended today, he leads in average home runs and RBIs. The White Sox have some offense too, but the Twins are really good. It's going to take a special effort this weekend for the White Sox to hang in here with the Twins. It's a pivotal series early on in the season when you don't want that team to get so far out in first place that it's insurmountable. Dylan Cease, Kenta Maeda, Sox, Twins, Southside, Friday night. Let's go. Guaranteed rate field, south side of Chicago. White Sox in second place, six games back from the first place Minnesota Twins who have won nine of their last ten, including sweeping the Yankees in New York right after they took three out of four from these White Sox in Minnesota. They're red hot, and it's time for us to put some cold water on them. White Sox have been struggling as of late, and it's time for gut check. Dylan Cease, 11 starts, 4-4 record, 4.24 ERA, 63 and two-thirds innings, 67 hits, 22 walks, 62 strikeouts. That's a whip of 1.40. This White Sox simulated game and the entire simulated season brought to you by Cork and Carey at thepark.com. You know it would have been happened this weekend as Luis Arias swings and misses at the first pitch low and inside. Owen won the count. Cork and Carey at the park at 33rd in Princeton is a south side tradition. Make sure you continue to support them. Order some great food this weekend using Grubhub or Cork and Carry at thepark.com. Award-winning burgers as the wind blows from left to right at nine miles per hour on a beautiful 80-degree day here in Chicago that is about to turn in the evening. One and one the count now to Arias, who's hitting 349. He puts this one down the first baseline. Foul one and two. The twin second baseman really coming into his own this year and part of a very potent lineup that not only leads all of Major League Baseball in home runs, but leads the second-place team on that list by over 20. Two and two. Now the count. As Cease misses low and inside to the lefty Arias. Into the line in the pitch. Swung on and missed. Grandal picks it up out of the dirt, throws it down to first to make sure he's double out. One gone here, and let's go around the horn. Grandal behind the plate. Abreu at first. Mandrigal at second. Anderson at short, Mancada at third, Jimenez in left, Robert in center, Adam Engel in right, all the starters, and Dylan Cease throws a strike down the middle to Jorge Polanco. 0-1 the count, Polanco had two three-run home runs last weekend as he alone scored six when the White Sox scored five as part of a Twins victory. And a high four-seamer misses 1-1 the count. Eric Summergill behind the plate today. Luckily, we don't have the crew from Baltimore. They were brutal. You listen to those games, you know what I'm talking about. The 1-1 pitch on the way. Popped up. Out in the left field. It's tailing back towards the pole. Get foul. It will not. It will drop and then go over the wall for a ground rule double. Polanco's on with the ground rule double into the corner on the opposite side of where he stands in the batter's box. There was a shift on for him. And with good reason... He really does tend to hit everything to one side. 
That time he did not. Nelson Cruz hitting 305 stands up with 10 home runs and 28 RBI in the three spot here for these twins. He's got a runner on second with one out here in the top of the first. Fans still filing in. As a four-seamer hits the inside corner, 0-1 the count. Looking forward to a good weekend of baseball. White Sox desperately need to take two out of three here to stay in this race. As this one is lifted out to center field, Robert coming in quickly will make the catch. Two gone and the runner holds. Here in the top of the first. You're six games back, so are the Indians. Entering play today. But to this point in the season, you're three and four against these Twins. You are the only team that's really stood up to them in all of baseball. And they have a lead, but it's not insurmountable as of yet. It's Sano batting fourth today. Swings and misses at that one. 0-1 the count. Miguel Sano is hitting 273. When we saw him last week, he never hit higher than the seventh spot in the order. Four-seamer misses outside. 1-1 the count. So he's moved back up the order. We saw him at the beginning of the season here in Chicago, right here in this spot. But last week, it was as if he had been demoted. Now he's back up. A high pitch misses, two and one. Polanco on second with two outs here in the top of the first inning. Swung on and missed a curveball, two and two. Partly cloudy skies, like I said, wind blowing across the field. 80 degrees at game time. Swung on and missed. C sits him down. A good first inning for the White Sox pitcher. He gives up the double, but nothing else. Midway through the first, no score with the White Sox coming up. Kenta Maeda, 12 starts, 4-3, 4.14 ERA, 63 innings in which he's given up 56 hits and 22 walks for a 1.24 whip. 54 strikeouts as well. He pitched well against the White Sox last weekend, but he did not pitch with very much pressure. Tim Anderson led off yesterday's game in Baltimore with a solo shot. He's hitting 323 for the Sox right now. T.A. swings and misses at the first pitch, a high fastball. 0-1, and he's underway in the bottom of the first inning. I expect good crowds here this weekend for a pivotal matchup. The pitch on the way. Misses outside a curveball, 1-1. It was Maeda versus Gonzalez last week when these teams met each other. The 1-1 pitch on the way. Slider, up and in, goes for a strike, one and two the count. The Indians, meanwhile, playing the Royals this weekend in Cleveland, and they are leading three to one early. Swung on and fouled off a four-seamer down the middle, one and two, as that goes down the first base line. Maeda quickly into the wind, inside. He fought that one off. It was like a defensive swing coming in at Anderson's elbow. Instead of diving out of the way, he hit it. It was clearly a ball. Now he goes for a slider way outside and strikes out. So one up, one down so far here for the White Sox. Yasmani Grandal comes to the plate now. The catcher leads this team with 16 home runs. Fifth in the American League on the list. Batting left-handed. The first pitch lifted down the right field line, curving towards the line and caught. They had a shift on, and that's the only reason that doesn't get down for extra bases. With right field hugging the line. Abreu now comes up with two out in the bottom of the first inning. Average now down below 270 again at 269, sitting on 11 home runs. Fourth on this team in homers. I remember a time when that would have been unheard of. Still quite a contributor and a leader in the clubhouse. 0-1 the count here with two outs in the bottom of the first. Swung on and missed a four-seamer inside at the knees. 0-2. Maeda into the wind. He delivers. Outside pitch misses. 1-2 the count. It was a 91-mile-an-hour four-seam fastball in the outside corner that missed. He works quickly and delivers again. High and outside, two and two. 
Abreu has the count even now. Two outs here in the bottom of the first. Swung on and missed a four-seamer. He could knock it around in time. Low and inside in the zone. Sox go down one, two, three. We go to the top of the second inning. No score here in Chicago. Top of the second. No score. Josh Donaldson is the five-hitter today. 366, 20 home runs, 54 RBIs, and a 460 OBP. He leads in all four of those categories coming into this game. White Sox did a pretty good job of handling him in Minnesota. The Yankees did not this week. Now he's back here on the south side. The first pitch lifted out deep into center field. It will stay in the ballpark. Another step back for Robert. He'll catch it a couple of feet before the track in front of the batter's eye. One pitch, one out. But Donaldson, I'm sure, will be back. Mitch Garver comes up. He was trouble for the White Sox last weekend. 310 with 14 home runs and 39 RBI. These guys in the five and six spots could be three and four on most rosters. Pitch on the outside corner for a strike. 0 and 1. Cease now sends one low and outside a curveball. It misses 1 and 1 the count. Texas leading in Texas against Oakland 6 to 1 early. This one swung on and missed 1 and 2. They're underway in Houston as the Red Sox are visiting this weekend. No score. Swung on and missed a curveball. He got Garver. Struck him out. Third strikeout for Cease so far. Two outs in the top of the second. Eddie Rosario will come to the plate now. It's in 236 with 11 bombs and 25 RBI. He came to life against the White Sox last weekend and then completely slumped off during the week. Meanwhile, the team that they face, the Yankees, they get no break. After getting swept at home by the Twins, they're now out in Los Angeles against the other first-place team in the American League. Four Seamer fouled off. Two and one the count. Rondell sets up on one knee outside. Perfect pitch on the corner, a changeup, taken two and two. Just got a piece of a curveball low. He'll get another pitch, two outs here in the top of the second inning. For Rosario, cease into the wind. Down the third baseline, just foul. That would have been extra bases. They have a shift on for Rosario right now, so the line has got nobody near it. Mancada's not near third base. Jimenez is in left center field. Pitch misses inside, three and two. The payoff pitch now on the way. Swung on and fouled off. We'll get another one. Cease toes the rubber. Delivers one that is sent out just over the head of Mancada into left field. That's a base hit. He almost got it. Just cleared his glove as he jumped for it. Rosario has a 3-2, 2-out single, and the inning continues. Dylan Cease sitting on 29 pitches at this point, with two outs in the top of the second. And up comes Max Kepler, hitting 225, and he was a White Sox killer last weekend. Between him and Garver, and then Miguel Sano, that's all they needed. As the slider hits the outside corner, one and one. Oh, and don't forget about Polanco. Actually, every time I look at one of these guys, I go, well, they did really well against us last weekend. The entire team did. Cease, though, trying to change that right now. One and one, the count with the runner on first. The curveball gets across, one and two. The sun's staying up a little bit later these days, and it's getting hot in Chicago. Just misses on a slider low and away, two and two. Good take by Kepler. It was close. Ground ball, first base. Abreu takes it on the one hop, touches the bag. The inning is over. We're midway through the second inning. Dylan C so far has scattered two hits. 
and there's no score. Moncada will lead it off for the Sox. In the bottom of the second inning, Yoan Moncada had a day off yesterday. Comes up hitting 323. Nine homers, 31 RBIs, an OPS of 936 for the third baseman. He's been playing a solid defense and holding down the cleanup spot for this team now. The first pitch sent down the first baseline foul into the stands. 0-1. He's got 17 doubles, one off the lead here on this team. The White Sox lead all of Major League Baseball in doubles. Fifth in home runs. This ball sent down the third baseline, hooking just foul. If it gets inside the chalk, it would have only needed about six inches. It would have been a double. 0-2 now. Swings and misses at a four-seamer high, and he's down on three pitches. So Makata, that close to extra bases on the next pitch. He's sitting down. Maeda held the White Sox down for their worst offensive output of the four-game set in Minnesota. And he's up there right now dealing yet again. 16 pitches. He's got one out here in the bottom of the second. 1-0 to Eloy Jimenez, batting fifth, hitting 266. Swung on and driven deep down the third baseline. That is foul. Way out in front of that pitch. Now he chaps one the first. Quick flip. Close play. Maeda beats Jimenez at a bag. Encarnacion comes to the plate. 14 homers, 31 RBIs. DHing today. Hitting 257. Has not had a bad week or so. Even though the team has been struggling. In their last 10, the White Sox are 4-6. and six. Right before that stretch, they had taken 3 out of 4 from the Blue Jays. Here in Chicago. That was the highest point that they basically have been at all year long. 0-2 the count now. Two pitches fouled off. This one's sent deep. If it stays fair, it's out. It's out of here. Home run, Edwin Encarnacion. Way back. 374 feet out of here at 107.4 miles per hour. The solo shot as the White Sox strike first here with two outs in the bottom of the second inning. Edwin with his 15th jack of the year. He'll touch them all. High five to Adam Engels getting ready to bat and back into the dugout. He did not have a doubt. He hit it, dropped the bat, went into his trot. It did land in the first section there. In fair territory. Down the left field line. Into the stands behind the bullpen. High and outside four-seam fastball. Misses to Adam Angle hitting 296. Four homers, 12 RBIs, and 870 OPS. He has recently claimed the starting job out in right field over the struggling and disappointing Nomar Mazzara. An outside circle change misses 2-0. He scored five times in the last four games. He has hustled and played very good defense. 2-0 from Maeda, the pitch. Hits the outside corner on an off-speed pitch, 2-1. Sox lead 1-0, and as I said in Minnesota, all weekend long last week, this team is too good for us to win anything 1-0. But it's good to be out early. Swung on and missed a four-seamer high and outside, two and two. And you know, their pitchers pitch with the confidence of knowing that. Maeda's not bothered being down one nothing. It's an inconvenience to him at this point. As he gets Angle on the outside corner looking, borderline pitch, Angle doesn't like it. He's asking where exactly that was as we go to the break. End of two, Sox lead, one nothing. Byron Buxton's batting ninth today, hitting 296. He led off all last weekend for the Twins. They flipped things around a little bit. It doesn't seem to matter. Meanwhile, 34 pitches for Cease through the first two innings. Pitch number 35. Here's a ball outside. One no to Buxton. Top of the third inning. Family waterproofing solutions third inning here on Sox in the basement. As a curveball hits the outside corner for a strike, one and one. Cease takes the sign into the line. Ground it over to Anderson. Gets it on the one hop. Over to Abreu, and they get the speedy Buxton. 
A ground out 6-3. There's one gone in Luis Arias. 0-1 with a strikeout in the first inning. Comes up to the plate. And the left-handed batter's box for a second look at Dylan Cease today. An outside fastball catches the corner 0-1. He's got the fourth highest batting average in the American League right now, hitting 349. Cease into the line, delivers. Inside, almost hit him on a curveball, 1-1 one one to count. Brushed him back. He has not really been out of control, so maybe that was on purpose. Works his way back outside and gets him swinging, so yes, maybe it's set up a pitch. One and two now as Grandal moves around on almost every pitch behind the plate, giving different targets to Cease. That one misses inside, two and two. Dylan toes the rubber and delivers. Inside pitch popped up. Makata's going to come a few steps in and catch it. Over by third base, there's two gone. And Polanco comes up one for one with a double in the first inning. Hard hit ball to opposite field. When the Sox had a shift on him, they have it on again. The lefty put it down the third base line. An outside curveball misses 1-0 the count. He's sixth in the American League with a 333 batting average. This team can hit. They got a guy who's basically winning the Triple Crown right now and a couple other guys in the top ten in most categories. 1-0 the count with two outs on the top of the third. Check swing strike taken on a four-seam fastball. Family waterproofing solutions. Veteran-owned, female-owned, family-owned, and socks in the basement deals. Details coming up here after this half inning. Give Ken a call, a Marine, who does a good job and does it safely for you and your family. As this ball is grounded out in the left field, the shift has failed the White Sox twice. It may be time to take it off on Polanco. This one is coming into second base. He'll beat the throw from Jimenez with a double. He's two for two with two doubles. Both of them because of the shift. He has doubles number eight and number nine in the season against the White Sox in this game. And whatever strategy they thought they had against Polanco because he was pulling the ball like crazy the last time that they saw him. It turns out he can hit against the shift. Nelson Cruz is 0-for-1 with a flyout in the first inning. An outside four-seamer misses, 1-0 the count. Remember to check out the Socks in the Basement deals with Family Waterproofing Solutions. Remember to take advantage of the ability to get your estimate over video feed and avoid contact. Low outside pitch rolls away a little bit, but the runner's going to hold 2-0. Sano stands on deck behind him, Donaldson. Outside fastball catches the corner, 2-1. Dillon checks the runner, the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed, 2-2 now the count. So he fights back from being down 2-0 to get him 2-2. Now he just misses a slider on the outside corner. He wanted it. Count is full. Dillon doesn't want to put two on now. If he's sitting in the middle of this lineup. Big pitch here on the way with a full count. Swung on and missed a four-seamer. He got him. Wicked pitch comes in on the hands. Cease raises his fist to the air. He's feeling this crowd. They're feeling him. Midway through to third, one nothing White Sox. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. The Chicago White Sox are third in the American League in runs per game and stolen bases, fourth in average slugging and home runs, and fifth in on-base percentage. The Minnesota Twins are first in nearly every one of those categories or second. 
with the exception of stolen bases. They don't steal a lot. Nick Madrigal's hitting 223 with a home run and 12 RBIs. Been struggling a bit lately, although he played well against the Twins. First pitch hits the outside corner for a strike 0-1. Really painted the corner on that one. Mads just could not pull the trigger. Inside pitch now popped up to second base. There's one gone. Luis Robert comes to the plate. He had a home run yesterday. His fourth, 18 RBIs, and a league-leading 26 stolen bases to go with his 224 average. He's the nine-hitter in the lineup today. With one out in the bottom of the third, the pitch from Maeda is outside and misses. You want to know the count. He's on a seven-game hit streak, hitting well over 400 in his last 10 games. Swung on and fouled off deep down the first base line. One and one the count. Next pitch from Robert. Dribbled down the third base line, just foul. Fans thought it was fair. They're upset. One and two the count. Swings and misses at a four-seamer now inside. And he goes down. The fans are still buzzing. They thought that ball was fair. It was it was a foul ball. I'm looking at it right now. That ball does hit the ground before the bag, but is clearly on the other side of it when it gets over the top of it. But you can see how people sitting around the ballpark might not be able to see it that clearly without the benefit of replay. Tim Anderson's 0-for-1 with a strikeout in the first inning. He takes an inside pitch for a strike, 0-1 the count. One run on a home run from Edwin Encarnacion for the White Sox. Otherwise, nobody else has reached base against Maeda. 34 pitches for the twin starter, two out in the bottom of the third. Down the first baseline foul goes this one, and one and two now to Anderson as he stands in waiting for the next pitch. Swung on and missed, and he strikes out. Kenta Maeda's on fire today. He's made one bad pitch. His team trails one to nothing, and Dylan Cease needs to match him. After three, one nothing socks here at the rate. Miguel Sano comes to the plate. 0 for 1 in this game. Dylan Cease needed 52 pitches for three innings. A lot better than last night with Dallas Keuchel. Over 90 pitches through three innings. He gave up two runs. He could have given up 10 there. Sack still ended up losing the game because the bullpen was unable to hold off the Orioles. Dropping that game by one run and only splitting the series against one of the worst teams in baseball. Sano is 1-1 one one in the count after two pitches on the high outside portion of the plate. One goes for a strike, one goes for a ball. Next pitch, he goes back again, taken for a ball, 2-1. Cease comes inside, swing and a miss on a slider. Low and in, 2-2 two two to count. He's moving quickly on the mound between pitches. Swung on and missed. Four-seamer high and away. Sano cannot reach it. 98 miles an hour. High and out. Down in the minor leagues, Mike Rodolfo, 538 average, one home run and four RBIs over his last 10 games. And Chelsea Cuthbert hitting 429 over his last 10. A couple of young stars trying to find their way up to the show. Josh Donaldson stands in 0 for 1 with a fly out in a second. Having one hell of a season, he's 1 0 on an inside pitch. Cease now pitches one away, 97 miles an hour. Borderline call, but it goes for a ball. 2-0. Hitting 297 over his last 10 games. That shows he's cooling off a little bit, if you can believe it. The 2-0 pitch. Swung on and fouled off. 2-1. Line drive ripped. Down the third baseline foul there. A low inside fastball misses 3-1 now with Garver on deck. One out here in the top of the fourth. Cease goes into the wind and delivers. Swung on and popped up. Foul territory. Mancata drifts back and catches it near the tarp. Down the third base line. Two gone here in the top of the fourth and Mitch Garver comes to the plate. It's a weekend series here in Chicago just like last weekend when White Sox fans traveled as this one is on the outside corner for a strike, traveled up to Minneapolis, which I have done many a time. There are Twins fans down here for this weekend series. 
So you hear a smattering of boos when there should be cheers and vice versa. Although there is a predominantly bigger White Sox crowd, as a line drive in foul territory snatched out of the air by Moncada. He caught that with his whole body in foul territory. And he gets the out. Midway through the fourth, one nothing Sox. Bottom of the fourth inning, Grandalzo for one. Maeda, 36 pitches through three. He has not allowed a base runner with the exception of when Edwin Encarnacion touched them all with a solo home run in the second inning. Strike down the middle on a four-seamer, 0-1 the count. Six RBI in the last three games he's played in for Grandal. He almost tied it up last night. Two outs, pinch hit to the wall. The wind was blowing in at 10 miles an hour at that point. It was caught on the track. Swings at this one, sends it right back to Maeda, who makes a stab and throws it over to first. The 0-2 pitch, rounded out to the pitcher. One out and a bomb at a fourth, and here comes Abreu, 0-for-1 with a strikeout in the first inning. He's got a 352 OBP and a 429 slugging percentage right now. The first pitch on the inside corner goes for a strike, 0-1. Now he dribbles one over to second base. It was an outside pitch that he got his bat on. Four to three put out. Two gone. Here's Juan Moncada. 0 for 1 with the strikeout in the second inning. Just missed extra bases down the line. Just made a very good defensive play. Standing in there with a 322 batting average on the left side of the plate. First pitch on the way from Maeda. Down the middle, taken for a strike. 0 and 1 the count. You're not going to get a prettier pitch than that one. Into the wind in the pitch. Swings and misses now at one outside of the zone, so I don't know what he's looking at. He doesn't swing at the one down the middle. He goes for the one that's way outside, and he's 0-2 in the count. Maeda fooling him. Inside, he rips this one down the first baseline foul. You could tell a pitcher is doing good when you see really good hitters not able to guess where the ball's going. They're getting fooled, swung on and missed. He swung underneath one and strikes out for the second time today. Kenta Maeda in fuego through four. We still lead 1-0. Eddie Rosario will lead off the top of the fifth. Here for the Twins, 64 pitches so far for Dylan Cease. Rosario's one for one with a single in the second inning. The left-handed batter awaits the first pitch. Here in the top of the fifth, the DP3 Tech fifth inning. As an outside fastball catches the zone. 0-1 the count. Shift on right now. Mancata's over short. Anderson on the other side of second base. And Mandrigal in shallow right field. Swung on and missed. A four-seamer low and away. 0-2. Cease has him 0-2. Rondell now moves over a little bit inside. Ball gets away. It's a drop third strike down the first base, and they get him. He swung on a pitch that was in the dirt, and it went all the way back to the backstop. Takes off running. Bang, bang, play at first, but they got him. Goes as a strikeout for Cease. There's one out here in the top of the fifth inning. I can't believe he swung at it. When I saw it roll to the back and I saw that it landed, it basically hit inside of his own batter's box and went to the backstop, and he swung. 0-1 now to Mex Kepler, who lifts the next one out to left field, tailing back towards the walls. Jimenez, he's to the track. He looks up. He'll make the catch about a foot and a half before the wall. He just kept tailing back there. I got nervous for a second. Two gone here in the top of the fifth, and Byron Buxton's up 0-1 with a ground out in the third inning. Cease it in the line and delivers inside for a ball and a slider. 1-0 the count. DP3 Tech partnered with Microsoft, created a system allowing you one button access to all of your employees, your coworkers, your boss. You can work from anywhere. You can have people in the office, people at home, people in Aruba. You can share forms, share files, share pictures, show graphs, work with your existing system, migrate it over into theirs. So many options. A Southside company doing it the right way in an all new world. We said innovation is going to show up during this time. That's some innovation for you. Details coming up. 
after the White Sox can get through the Twins here. Buxton's on with a base hit in the shallow center field. And now here's Luis Arias. Inside fastball taken for a strike. Next pitch outside, one and one. Runners going. Popped out into shallow left center. Anderson gets back and will make the catch. A hit and run. The Twins trying to get something going cannot. We're midway through the fifth, holding down the best offense in baseball, one to nothing. New challenges bring new technology. DP3Tech has partnered with Microsoft to make things easier on you and your business. Imagine being able to get everybody together in a nice, easy, user experience friendly meeting room and being able to share whatever you want in the room with just one click. You can migrate from old legacy on-premises equipment right now to flexible, secure, work-from-home-friendly cloud services. Bring your group together faster, better, easier. Find out what DP3 Tech can do for you. Contact their cloud migrations team today, 312-896-2450, or email info at dp3tech.com. As the sky turns orange and purple and the sun sets here on the south side of Chicago, Aloya Menes comes up in the bottom of the fifth inning, 0 for 1 with a ground out in the second inning. Kenta Maeda has been on fire, 45 pitches through four innings. One hit, it was a home run. Otherwise, nobody else has reached base. He has faced just one over the minimum. He throws a strike taken by Jimenez. He just looks filthy out there right now. He pitched very well against us the last time we saw him. White Sox batters having a trouble with him. Swung on and missed 0-2. And, and now Jimenez takes strike three. He's arguing about the call, but guess what? It was a strike. Well above the knees. Eighth strikeout for Maeda. One out here in the bottom of the fifth. Here's Edwin Encarnacion, one for one with a solo homer in the second inning. The only guy able to crack the Maeda code so far. Texas getting a big lead now on Oakland, up 11-3. They're also in the fifth. Maeda's about to throw his 50th pitch here in the fifth inning. Very efficient. Misses outside, 2-0. and oh. You know what? I don't know if I can give him anything to hit either. He's the only guy who's been able to touch him. And he's red hot lately. Two for four yesterday with a double. He's got the homer here today. Swung on and sent deep into right field. It is going to stay in the ballpark, though. It is dying quickly. And caught right in front of the grill out there. The What was formerly the bullpen sports bar and now is the Goose Island section. And Amango comes up. Two outs, bottom of the fifth. He's 0 for 1. Takes an outside pitch, 1-0 and the count. We always talk on Sox in the Basement about draft picks. And we'll talk about how not often do you see a guy that isn't drafted up towards the top of a draft really making it to the majors and becoming an everyday starter. Adam Engel is a 19th round draft pick. There isn't going to be a 19th round this year. In fact, there may not be a 19th round next year as Major League Baseball seems to care less and less about the younger players, which is interesting because the CBA that's currently in effect really favors younger players. 2-0 the count. Low and inside, catches the corner. 2-1 now on a strike taken. But here's a guy that's contributing for the White Sox, and he may not be your favorite outfielder, and he may have frustrated you during the rebuild, but he has a place on this team. He brings defense. He brings speed. He brings good pop against lefties. And right now this season, he's doing very well, hitting around 300 all year long. Swung on and sent over to short. Hard hit ball scooped up. Thrown over to first. He's retired. The Sacks go 1-2-3 yet again. Tamayeda continues the cruise. But we luckily and fortunately have a 1-0 lead. Dylan Cease has held down the Twins through the first five innings. Jorge Polanco's already 2-2 two for two with two doubles. Top of the sixth inning. Sacks lead 1-0. Cease throws pitch number 75 on the game and it's fouled off. 0-1 the count. Rondell sets up outside now. The pitch comes in high and away. 1-1. One one. 
Next offering inside, swung on and missed, one and two the count. And he got him on the inside corner. Seven strikeout for Cease, he took it. It was high and in, but in the zone for sure. Nice frame job by Grandal. Polanco sits down, one out here in the sixth inning. And here comes Nelson Cruz. He's 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a flyout. He's got a 302 average. Slugs 529 with a 414 on base percentage. He's a good player. And he's 1-0 in the count after that pitch. Sees it in the wind. Throws it low and in a fastball that misses 2-0. 15-year career for Nelson Cruz. Five different teams. Outside pitch misses 3-0. So pinpoint accuracy for the last batter. This one, not so much. 3-0 count to a dangerous hitter. 1-0 White Sox, one out in the top of the sixth. That one's fouled off, would have been a strike. 3-1. It's a no on deck. Cease into the wind. Misses outside, it was close. He's going to walk Cruz, so a runner's on now. 83 pitches for Cease, 53 for strikes, 30 for balls. is going to come out there, and the White Sox want to go out and talk with their pitcher real quick. First time they're visiting the mound today. They're going to have a talk with him, see how he's doing. Cooper gets back into the dugout. Before the pitch is thrown, we see activity going on in the bullpen now. Outside pitch misses, 1-0 the count. 49 runs batted in for Sonoda. It's second on his team. Got a 1-0 count with one out in the top of the sixth and a runner on first. Dillon throws one in. High and tight and backs him off. 2-0. And now he's thrown six straight balls outside the zone. The fan base trying to cheer him on here. Just misses the outside corner. He got squeezed on that pitch. 3-0 the count. He was cruising and has hit some sort of a bump in the road. A strike down the middle, three and one. The fans get up, give him the cheer for that one. As Dylan is trying to fight his way through this. On deck is Josh Donaldson, and he's dangerous. It's a one-nothing game. Here we go. Inside corner, they're gonna say it missed, and now I see Ricky Renteria yelling. I think he thought that was a strike. And even if he didn't, he wants to give some support to his pitcher, who's running into some trouble here. Donaldson to the plate with two on now and one out in the top of the sixth. Swung on and ripped down the third baseline. Foul. 0-1 the count. Tense moment here for Dylan Cease and the White Sox. Next pitch misses outside, 1-1. One Dylan struggling. He looked really good through five. Looked good with the first batter. Pinpoint. And then the wheels seem to have come off. Like he just can't find the zone. Inside pitch lifted in the shallow center field. Coming in is Luis Robert. He will make the play. I don't think many center fielders get in that quick from being that deep. A running catch. Everybody's got a hold. There's two gone here in the top of the sixth. Mitch Garver to the plate. Two outs. Cease on the mound. Two on. The pitch on the way. Misses outside. A slider. 1-0 the count. The next offering. Down the middle for a strike. 1-1 one one now. Runners on first and second. 1-0 White Sox. Two outs here in the top of the sixth. That's a strike down the middle as well. 1-2. Garver laid off both of them. Dylan rears back and delivers. Swung on and sent out in the center field. It will stay in the ballpark. Robert puts it away. Cease comes off the mound, pumping his fist. Sox fans on their feet. They withstand the challenge in the sixth and leave the inning. Still leading one to nothing here against the Twins. 
Nick Mandrigal comes to the plate here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Sox lead one to nothing, swung on and missed on a slider, 0-1 the count. He's one for three with a single. Next pitch, dribbled over the first base. Little bit of trouble there, but they're gonna get it over to the bag before he beats it. For a moment, I thought he was gonna beat the first baseman to the bag. Luis Robert comes with a plate, 0-for-1 with a strikeout in the third inning. Sends this one out in the left field. It's up in the air too long, and the wind's going to knock it down a little bit. It's going to be caught right before the White Sox bullpen. In the field of play, two gone. Maeta has only thrown 59 pitches. He will throw his 60th here with two outs in the bottom of the sixth. He's only given up one hit. Outside four, Seamer misses. 1-0 the count. Only one base runner, like we said. It was Encarnacion on the home run. Four-seam fastball down the middle goes for a strike. One and one the count. Cease left that inning with 95 pitches and likely is done with a shutout through six. Jace Fry, the only guy throwing out there, looks like he's poised to come in to at least start off the top of the seventh inning. Sacks had to use a lot of their bullpen this week. Not everybody's available. One-two pitch on the way. Swung on and popped up. The first base, another 1-2-3 inning for Maeda. The word for Edwin Encarnacion, the guy would have a no-hitter going. Instead, it's 1-0 White Sox after 6. The much maligned White Sox pitching staff has a guy named Jace Fry out there with only 14 and a third innings and a 3.77 earned run average. Righty's hitting 192 against him, lefty's hitting 091. And he is going to pitch the seventh after Steve Ciszek put in a really good effort last night as the White Sox tried to come back. Normally, you would see Ciszek, Bummer, and Colome divvy up the last three innings. That cannot happen tonight. Pitch low and inside goes for a ball, 1-0 the count. Rosario stands up at the plate, one for two, the lefty. Swings and misses at the next pitch, a cut fastball inside, one and one. Palomi and Bummer are available, and Herrera. From what I understand, Evan Marshall could come out and pitch, although he's not 100%. Ciszek, Kopech, and Fry likely not available. Low-cut fastball, 2-2. Two two. If they came out, they would not be anywhere near 100%. 2-2 pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. He got him. One gone here in the top of the seventh inning. Fry strikes out the first batter. He has been working slowly into becoming a guy that could take an entire inning after being a loogie his entire career to this point. Sack started him off just trying to get one guy at the end of an inning, then two guys, and now he started a few innings. So far, so good. When you look at the overall workload, Max Kepler's another lefty who's 0-2 with a flyout and a groundout. Outside pitch misses, 1-0 the count. He's the eight hitter. Buxton's the nine. Swung on and sent out in the left field. Back towards the wall. It'll be caught by Jimenez. And then he runs onto the track and throws it in. Two gone and Byron Buxton comes to the plate. Buxton's one for two. He stands in as a righty. First pitch popped out in the right field. Underneath it is angle. One, two, three goes Fry. We are going to the bottom of the seventh inning with the White Sox holding on to a 1-0 lead against Minnesota on the south side of Chicago. Aaron Bummer and Alex Colome warm in the bullpen. Yasmani Grandal comes to the plate. 63 pitches for Maeda coming into the seventh inning. And the first pitch is sent foul down the first base line from Yasmani Grandal. He's 0 for 2. Everybody's an 0 for today except for Edwin Encarnacion. Outside pitch misses, one and one the count. 92 miles an hour in the outside corner. Maeda efficient and very effective against the White Sox today. Misses low, two and one now the count. Sox have also been swinging at a lot of first or second pitches in the at-bat. They have not done themselves any favors. This one misses outside, three and one. 
with Abreu on deck. Cleveland has defeated the Royals 6-0. The Indians win at home. High pitch misses, and Grandal becomes only the second guy to get to go down to first base all day. He gets a walk, the first free pass for Maeda. So we're in business with a runner out there. And Abreu coming to the plate. Jose's 0 for 2. First pitch down in the dirt, 1-0 the count. Sergio Romo and Corey Guerin are both up now throwing. The Twins might be sensing a crack in the armor of Kenta Maeda. Let's hope so. Low and outside, fouled off. Should have taken that one. It would have been ball two. The 1-1 pitch. Cracked over to third base. They're going to go around the horn. Five, four, three. Double play. Abreu lets him off the hook. He had not been finding the plate. He swung at a pitch out of the zone. Second one he had done that to. He just stands up there and takes everything. He's 3-0 in the count. Instead, there's two outs. And Mancata comes to the plate. Five of the seventh inning. He's got two strikeouts. This is only his third at bat. Into the line, the pitch. A low four-seamer taken for a ball, 1-0. I'm telling you, you can't find the zone the same way. Abreu really did him a favor there. Now that one just barely gets across for a strike, 1-1. One and one. and Mankata at least had the idea of, I'm going to make him throw a strike. He watched that from the on-deck circle. He saw the same thing we did. Swung on and sent out into center field. The can of corn. Buxton will put it away. Three gone. We are through seven. And in the most unlikely result through seven innings, the White Sox and the Twins have only scored one run. Luckily, we scored it. Top of the eighth inning, Luis Arreaz coming to the plate. Jace Fry only had eight pitches last inning, and he'll come out for this one. Interesting decision here. First pitch low and away, a fastball, 1-0. Attendance, 24,159. Fry now gets a strike in the outside corner, 1-1. Arias, I know I called him by the wrong name earlier, lays off one close on the outside corner, two and one. They're working him away. Next pitch fouled off, two and two the count. Goes outside, he lays off a three and two. Polanco's on deck. Here in the top of the eighth inning, full count. Arias, the lefty, stands in the pitch from Fry. Swung on and a ground ball that gets just underneath the glove of Mandergill, who gave it his all. Seeing eye single in the right field. Fry's disappointed. They're going to go out and get him now. They wanted him to face that lefty, and he had him. And he just found a way to get that one through the infield on a ground ball that was induced. They're going to go to the bullpen, and out comes Alex Colome. Not Aaron Bummer, mind you. Colome. He comes out in the eighth inning here. 18 games. 16 in the third innings, 3.31 ERA, 19 strikeouts, 10 walks. He has six saves and 10 opportunities. He's blown four of them. Three in the month of May. So he's working the eighth inning now and a cut fastball to Polanco goes for a strike. Owen won the count. Runner on first, no outs. Swung on and foul back, 0-2. Arias has speed. But is not a real good guy when it comes to stolen bases. Gets a bad jump. This one's foul back. 0-2. The count remains to Polanco. Goes from hitting on the right side over to the left again. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on and sent over to second base. Mandergold over to Anderson. Back over to first base. 4-6-3. to to The double play. Rack him up. Two gone here in the eighth inning. Nice play by Mads. He has to go towards first base, plant his feet, get it on the hop, sidearms it over to Anderson, who gets it over just in time for the speedy Polanco. Two fast runners, they got them both. And Nelson Cruz is 0 for 2, first pitch low and inside, misses the zone. 1-0 the count. And now he drills one deep. Get foul! Get foul! It does. That one missed hitting the pole by an inch and a half. That is the closest thing I've seen to a home run 
that didn't go out this entire season. He went into his trot and was waving it to stay fair. And the ball disappeared at the last moment in the foul territory. Swings and misses at a pitch now. Two and two to count. Palome almost blows this hold. Now it's fouled off. Two and two to count remains. Cruz is 0 for 2. Almost tied this up. An inch away. Swung on and missed. Colome gets out of the inning. He's lucky. The wind blowing across is the reason for it. Midway through the eighth. Sox still lead 1-0. Sergio Romo's coming in. He's got two saves. 13 games, 16 innings, 1.13 ERA. 16 strikeouts to three walks. Right, he's hitting 200. Left, he's hitting 216. Aloy Jimenez stands in. Only one hit given up by Kenta Maeda. And one walk. He pitched seven. I'm surprised he's not out here for the eighth. The Twins might have done the White Sox a favor bringing us somebody else and a different look. First pitch outside for a ball. 1-0 the count to Jimenez. The White Sox have one run on one hit. A home run from Encarnacion. The Twins have five hits and have not scored yet. High four seamer catches the zone, two and one. Aaron Bummer looks like he's taking the ninth inning for the White Sox. Outside pitch misses, three and one. Edwin's on deck, hitting 260. He'll get another crack as well in this inning as it goes Jimenez. Double E and Adam Angle. And maybe more. Let's hope so. Three and two to count now. The pitch on the way. Swung on and sent back up the middle. Falling fast, but not fast enough for the speedy Buxton. He'll make the play. There's one gone here. In the eighth inning. Maeda. 74 pitches. One walk. One hit. One run, eight strikeouts. He was deadly today. Now Romo and the Twins' bullpen are trying to keep the White Sox down and give themselves a chance in the ninth. Encarnacion fouls that one off, 0-1 the count. The pitch on the way. Swung on and foul back, count remains 0-2. A slider outside, low and away. Encarnacion is protecting with one out here in the bottom of the eighth. Romo delivers. Low and inside. Slider again. Misses badly. One and two. Guaranteed rate field. White Sox simulated season. Brought to you by Cork and Carey at the park. That ball's low. Two and two. Sox in the basement. Partnering up with Sox on 35th. Get all the stats. The post game. The analysis. The wrap up. The box scores after every game there. It's SoxOn35th.com as this one's fouled off. Count remains even at two. Edwin's having a good at bat here. Let's see if he can battle his way to another hit. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. The changeup tailing away. He was just over the top of it. Two outs here now in the bottom of the eighth inning. And Adam Engel comes up 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a ground out. There are guys on this White Sox team that may end up with only two at bats. And I'll take that because that would mean that we're going to get through the ninth inning. Angles 0 for 2. Outside slider misses 1-0 the count. How often do you see that? Guy goes out, plays at a major league game, only gets two at-bats. Because it means the other guy has to be so good that he's locking everybody down, and yet somehow you find a way to win the game. That's what we're hoping for right now. Unless Adam Angle and this team can start getting some hits here with two outs in the bottom of the eighth. Because I don't want to see the bottom of the ninth. Pitch misses outside, 2-1 and one now from Romo. It's going to be the big boys versus Aaron Bummer. He'll have a challenge. This one sent down the first baseline foul. You'll have Sano, Donaldson, and Garver. As Engel puts this one on the right field gap back towards the wall, it will get to the track. Adam Engel's on his way into second base. He gets there with a double, two outs here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Big hit for Engel. Low pitch to Mandrigal here on the first pitch. 
changeup. 1-0 the count. Roberts on deck. There's two outs here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Sox leading 1-0, looking for the insurance run. Adam Engel's got speed on second. A base hit would get them that run. Inside pitch misses, 2-0. The next offering, swung on and sent down the first baseline. Foul, 2-1 the count. Now an outside pitch misses, 3-1 the count with Robert on deck. Inside pitch misses, Mandrigal draws the walk, so good speed on board at first and second base. Luis Robert comes to the plate 0-2 with a strikeout and a flyout. He's been hot as of late coming into this game. The first pitch, low misses, 1-0 the count. Romo having trouble with the strike zone. That's a good thing for White Sox fans. Two outs here. Angle gets only the second hit of the game for the White Sox with a gapper in the right center field. The second walk of the game for the White Sox issued the Madrigal right after that. Now we got two on and two out in the bottom of the eighth in a 1-0 game in which the White Sox lead. Pitch misses inside, 2-0 the count. Aaron Bummer expected in the ninth against the big three hitters for this potent Twins offense. Misses high, 3-0 to Luis Robert. The 3-0 pitch. And he walked him on four pitches. The bases are loaded and Tim Anderson's coming to the plate. There's speed everywhere. A base hit probably gets two runs. A double scores three. Anderson's 0 for 3 with a pop out in the 6th inning. Sox lead this game 1-0. Trying to get the insurance runs with two outs. Angle doubles. Back-to-back walks to the 8-9 hitters, Mandrigal and Robert. Sergio Romo remains on the mound. It would be big to get this hit right here. The anticipation in the ballpark. First pitch. Sent down the first baseline, hooking foul into section 110. Very, very close to getting to that foul pole. 0-1 the count. The next pitch. Sent down the third baseline, low dribbler. He doesn't catch third. Instead, he pulls the first baseman off the bag. Donaldson makes an error in judgment. Everybody's safe in the sack score a run. Donaldson feels this running behind third base. And instead of trying to beat the base runner, Mandrigal, to third, he decides it's easier to go across the field. He pulls his first baseman off the bag. The runner is safe. Everybody moves up 90 feet. Grandal comes to the plate. It's 2 to nothing. White Sox with two outs here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And the first pitch high and inside. Owen won the count. It is inconceivable. It's almost a brain fart. It is one. I think he beats Mandrigal to the bag if he just goes for third after he makes that play. But he's in a zone of some sorts where he's like, I just made a great play, and instinct says turn and throw it from foul territory and make the highlight reel. He will not. Not in a good way. Now Grandal pops this one out in the left field. When it comes down, the inning will be over. They don't get any more, but the White Sox get an insurance run and lead 2 to nothing. Donaldson, though, is coming up to the plate, along with some other very good hitters. We go to the top of the ninth, up two. Aaron Bummer comes into the game, 27 and a third innings, 26 appearances. One and one record, seven holds. 1.32 earned run average, no saves. 43 strikeouts, seven walks. And he will try to close this game out for the White Sox. With Miguel Sano on the mound, and I scratch that, he does have a save this year. Sano swings and misses at a cut fastball inside, 0-1 the count. Two runs on two hits for the White Sox. The play by Donaldson was ruled an error. The Twins, no runs on five hits. 1-1 one one now to count. Bummer gets in the swing and misses at a sinker low and away, 1-2. The next offering, swung on and missed. He sits him down. Sano throws his bat in disgust back onto the field of play. He turned towards the dugout and threw the bat. I think he intended 
to throw it towards the dugout. It came out of his hand early. He actually threw it up the line in the field of play. He might have just gotten tossed. We'll see if we can find out. Josh Donaldson takes a sinker on the outside corner, 0-1. I believe Miguel Sano has been thrown out of this game. And I think he went right into the clubhouse. 0-1 the count to Donaldson, swung out and missed, 0-2. He was so angry, he just tossed the bat up the line in fair territory. It's incredible. Meanwhile, Aaron Bummer in control, fouled off. Count remains 0-2 to the best hitter in Major League Baseball to date. Donaldson stands in there. The pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. He got him. Mitch Garver's 0 for 3. There's two outs in the top of the ninth inning. The Sox lead 2 to nothing. And Garver, he flew out in the sixth inning his last time up, and the first pitch is low and inside for a ball 1-0 from Aaron Bummer. Bummer checks the side and delivers. That's a ball outside, 2-0. On deck is Rosario. Don't want to see him want this to end right now. Bummer checks the side, 2-0 pitch on the way. Swung on and lifted out into right field. When this ball comes down, this ball game is over. The Chicago White Sox behind Dylan Cease. Excellent pitching out of the bullpen. Edwin Encarnacion solo shot and a little bit of luck in the bottom of the eighth inning win this game two to nothing on only two hits against Kenta Maeda and company. This team was red hot coming in here, had taken three out of four from the White Sox in Minnesota and then won nine out of their last 10, holding the best record in Major League Baseball with the best hitter in Major League Baseball. And the Sox took care of business. Two to nothing winners here. On a Friday night on the south side, Dylan C, six innings pitched, seven strikeouts, four hits and two walks. Nobody gets across the plate with him. Get to Maeda, listen to this. Seven innings pitched, one hit, one walk, one earned run. Eight strikeouts takes the loss. The save, Aaron Bummer, with a perfect ninth. He had two strikeouts. Dylan Cease, the player of the game. Other notables for the White Sox, Edwin Encarnacion, one for three with that home run, the solo shot in the second inning. Angle goes one for three with a double and the run scored. Everybody else, no hits. There were a couple of walks. Two of them, maybe, maybe three. Grandal had a walk, Mandrigal had a walk. I think Robert had a walk. That's it. That's all your offense, and that's all we needed. I can't believe that I said in the second inning, there's no way you're going to shut down the Twins. They're too good. And from that point on, the White Sox shut down the Twins. They were not good enough. The White Sox get the win tonight, and they go for another one tomorrow. It's good to take the first game in this series after what happened in Minnesota and how things have been going for the Sox. Hopefully, this is a sign of good things to come. Gio Gonzalez goes tomorrow. We will see you on the south side of Chicago as this big series continues. Thank you for joining us. Big ups, as they say, the kids. The Cork and Carry at the park. You're hungry this weekend. You want some ballpark food. You want to have an award-winning burger, some dogs, some wings, some wraps, some salads. Anything you want. Great appetizers. Pulled pork nachos. It's incredible. Just go on the menu. Corkandcarryatthepark.com or use some Grubhub. This is the podcast for fans, by fans, simulating White Sox baseball every game since the beginning of the season. And we'll keep doing it as long as we must. Giving you something to root for this summer. The White Sox are back to 10 games over 500 and only five back from the Twins now with two more to go against them. We'll have game number two tomorrow here on Sox in the Basement. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SoxInTheBasement.com. Have a great night, everybody. Sox in the Basement. Sox in the Basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always on SocksInTheBasement.com.